Good morning. I am Ronaldo McKenzie and welcome to another episode of season two of the Neoliberal Podcast. Coming to you live or recorded from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We have breaking news this morning. Zelensky, Zelensky just announced uh, an hour ago or so, or this morning at around 10 o'clock, that we have already reached a strategic turning point. We are moving towards our victory. Be patient. Again, Zelensky this morning submitted a video message to the world and he is saying, we have already reached a strategic turning point. We are moving towards our victory. Be patient. And this, what do Russians think two weeks into the war? Well, we have some respondents for you coming from Russia and they are sharing with the world what they, their opinions about the war. And of course, you gotta watch and you gotta listen what Russians are saying about the Russian invasion of Ukraine or in Ukraine. So we have that for you. And of course, we're going to be having a discussion around the feelings that Russians have about the war and what are the ramifications and implications of that. We're going to be, we have more to share with you. Welcome to, the, to another episode of the Neoliberal Podcast. We have an exciting story for you. And now to the news. Четверо довше, ніж ворог планував вільної країни. Ми боремося за нашу свободу вже. President Zelensky submitted a report today. He said we are at the 16th day of the war already. The 16th day of the war already. And he says this. 16th day. Це вчетверо довше, ніж ворог планував на своє вторгнення. Вчетверо довше проти армії, яку вважали однією з найсильніших у світі, яка сподівалася, що українці здадуться. Сподівалася, що хтось... He says, according to Zelensky, we are fighting one of the most powerful superpowers in the world. The Russians thought that Ukrainians would have surrendered already. He goes on. He goes on to say in that video, which is available on our YouTube channel, Ronaldo McKenzie, he goes on to say in the report, he says this, we have already reached a strategic turning point. We are moving towards our victory. Russia has suffered heavy losses and is now scrambling to get more men to join the fight against Ukraine. These are reservists and Syrian mercenaries and thugs. Further, he said that several new corridors, several new corridors were opened to 
continue evacuation of vulnerable civilians to safety. He also says that we cannot confirm that a no-fly zone has been implemented. Well, from the video, from the video and from news reports that we are getting, we cannot confirm that a no-fly zone has been implemented, except that Ukraine has greater capability to defend its skies, given the Stinger missiles, the Patriot missile, uh, missile defense systems that were received, and foreign intelligence support. So we know that you, the Ukrainians are, have been, have received, have received Stinger uh, stinger missiles, Patriot missiles, and just this morning, just just an, a few minutes ago, we were able, we saw a, a video or a data of a video where the U.S. Air Force, U.S. Air Force today, has drones circling and patrolling the Black Sea in the Ukraine, Russian, Polish region, in, close to east in Eastern Europe. We know today at this point. Not only that, we also know that yesterday, yesterday, Ukrainians took out several uh, uh, convoys of Russian, of Russian, of Russian military, Russian military equipment, and security personnel who were, who were, uh, who had an uh, uh, a convoy of sorry, a convoy. That was, that was right at the entrance of Kiev and was entering the city. But we know yesterday that they fired on the, uh, on the Russian convoy, dispersing them. Okay? So right now we know that there's fierce fighting. The Russians and Putin do not want to lose. And they want to save face. And there is fight, fierce battling going on. The Ukrainians are not giving up. And today, 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 President Zelensky is telling his people that, and he's, he's telling them to hold on. He's telling them, be patient. He's telling them, do not give up. Hold on just a little bit longer. We will win. And in fact, in fact, I just got a report today from another news source, WHYY, who was interviewing uh, one, of the, uh, one of the members of the Pentagon committee. And according to, according to the Pentagon and to US officials, Russian, the Russian army, those who are fighting on the ground, they are demoralized, they are exhausted, and they are tired. And we already said that many of these, many of these, uh, 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 um, men who are fighting in the Russian army. Many of them are young and inexperienced. Several operatives and even senior and low-level operatives were taken out by the Ukrainians. And today, we're getting reports from President Zelensky that Russia is now scrambling to enlist reservists and mercenaries, Syrian mercenaries, who are willing to fight with Putin against Russia. But... We know, we know from, from the evidence of the ground, on what, what's going on on the ground, that Ukrainians are still in a very good position. The, the Ukrainians are still in a very good position and it is day 16 and they are still holding, they are still holding onto Ukraine. They're still hold, holding onto their country. 
So that's news coming in, and you can actually visit RonaldoCMcKenzie.blogspot.com to see some more discussions surrounding uh, surrounding this issue. And there's a discussion group going on going on right now about this posting that we have on on our Reddit page. There is a discussion right now going on. In fact, one person commented on this particular one 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 comment for regarding this particular issue says russia and i quote russia get the dregs of the middle east and has to pay mercenaries like the nazi wagner group and syrian mercenaries but the ukrainians get one of the best snipers in the world from canada for free and a whole legion of expert western trained highly skilled ex-military personnel to join the international legion now putin has to pay zelensky and you know you can actually visit i you can actually visit my uh my blog spot or you can visit my, my and and click on the link that will take you to the discussions and you can actually participate in the discussion so that's the first news going come and that's the first thing that's happening the second thing major thing that i would want to share with you today is i was privy i was privy to uh i was privy to a video today to a video which i posted on youtube and you can access it access this video on our social media feeds Ronaldo McKenzie on Twitter ronaldo.mckenzie on Facebook or ronaldo reverend.ronaldo.mckenzie on LinkedIn and you can also get a copy of it on my our YouTube channel Ronaldo McKenzie as well now just so you know so and it's also there's a there's a fierce discussion going on about this on Reddit as well so i am going to share what russians are saying but i entitled this particular segment wow you got to watch and see what russian say about the russian ukraine war so what we know what we know so far is this this is what we know so far is that russians russians today have mixed feelings about the war in ukraine some of the feelings seems Uh, sorry stems from a propaganda campaign from the kremlin where they have filtered out and manipulated the news so that russians do not have any control over the news coming in and they can feed them the lie the video the video the video the youtube video and we're going to play and we're going to play it for you we're going to play it for you and then we're going to we are also go, and we're going to share the comments from the respondents as it is being played here on the show but the the video indicates that putin has tremendous hold over his people since he controls the narrative in that country external and independent news sources are all but wiped out by the kremlin the respondents in the video stated several reasons why they are for or or against or neutral about the war they said that they have no idea they said that they don't care some say that it is necessary putin is de denazifying ukraine 
or he's on a salvation mission to save Ukraine. There are those who believe that, and there are those who are against the war. And the fifth, Putin knows what's best. There are those who say that Putin knows what's best. And sixth, they say that they're not feeling sanctions. But several stores are closed and there is some drop in income. Now, I had posted some time ago at this, uh, 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 this, in, a, in a discussion group where we were discussing an issue related to this because someone had commented saying that Putin is the best thing that happened to Ukraine. And I responded saying that, how is that? Explain yourself. Hundreds killed, several thousands injured and displaced, economic instability in the world, refuel and energy. People are suffering in Ukraine and you say that it's, it's, it's the best thing. I said, where are you from? What principles drive your life so that you can say this? And of course, we're going to, maybe it's from Russia, but we are from the region and we are going to play. We're going to play for you this video. Stand by. Now, the video, just so, just so you know, is 10 minutes long and we're going to be pausing and repeating some of the responses or we're going to be playing the we're going to be playing it as we are interpreting and translating here we go so the question so the question to so the video has an interviewer who asked the question are you feeling the sanctions are you feeling the sanctions that's the first question that was put to the respondents in this in this in this video one person said no i haven't felt it at all so far no not yet but i think it's really close i can't say it's significantly touched me yeah somebody said yeah how exactly why well, I, I don't know not really not in any way. Well, I'm, I work with foreign partners. It depends on our government, not us. We have the shepherd and we are the sheep. So, in the first question that this interviewer asked is, are you feeling the, action, the, the sanctions? And we have one, two, three, four, five, about eight respondents. And most of them said, no, they're not really feeling the sanctions, but they trust the government. Yeah. 
welcome back to the show, to the neoliberal round. And we are discussing, we are discussing and exploring Russians' mood and feelings towards the Russian-Ukraine war. We are exploring here what Russians think and feel about Russia's invasion of another country. And we are we were saying that we will be playing the videos for you and we will be actually translating as we play. So here we go. The video of what respondents in Russia think about the war. And it is very alarming. Again, again, to summarize, to summarize, some persons seem to be very apolitical or aloof and indifferent towards the war. Some people don't have a clue. Other persons are against it. Some people are neutral. Some people think that Putin is on a world-saving mission or a saving mission to denazify Ukraine of Nazis or to save those people who live in the pro-Russian area of of Ukraine or where um, separatists live and they have and they believe that they are going into Ukraine to save those people, especially Mariupol which is part of the Donetsk region, and also Lohansk region. Those two regions, they, they, they are coming under heavy attack, heavy attack. And because, and, and just so you know, there was, a, there was a meeting between the diplomats of both countries, Russia and Ukraine, and Russia wants Ukraine to surrender. Russia wants Ukraine to give up at least two or three. In addition to Crimea, they want them to give up two other regions that that they consider are pro-Russian. Of course, the Ukrainians won't budge. The Ukrainians won't budge. They won't give an inch. And of course, in fact, in fact, why would they? And why should they? If the war is turning at this point. So let's let's listen to what the Russians are saying. The interviewer asked, have you felt the sanctions? Response. So, so far we have uh, about four persons responded saying no, not really. Now, here is another respondent who said yes. And the question that the interviewer asked, oh, okay, how has it, how has the sanctions affected you? So here is a so so far we have we have listened to about 10 respondents and one said it has affected them. Uh, the sanctions have affected them in the sense that and he says and the question that the interviewer asked, how okay, you said yes, the sanctions are affecting you. How is it affecting you? The respondent said, Well, I'm paying for it. Now, but one other respondent after that said, Well, yes and no, not really. 
in a way because I work with foreign partners. I work with foreigners or foreign partners. One, and here is this very interesting response that one young man gave. And, um, and just so you know, the respondents are woman, older woman, younger woman, middle-aged woman, um, older men, younger men, middle-aged men. And, um, but so far, most of the younger people says the sanctions are not affecting them. And most of the younger people are saying they don't have a clue about what's going on or either that they don't really care or listen to this particular response. This particular response. He says, if they cause any damage, they cause. If they don't, they don't. It depends on our government, not us. We are the sheep and they are the shepherd. This other gentleman said, well, I think my money are hostages of banks and government. Because I can't withdraw it in foreign currency. One older woman said, well, there are so many of them. And they aimed on some officials and companies, the sanctions. So as a private person, as a retiree, I don't feel it. I don't feel it now. Except maybe the prices which have increased. Also, a few items have disappeared from the shelves. For now, I'm afraid everything will become worse. Now, this other woman said that it had affected him, this gentleman, in general, because this is politics, this is life. It affects all of us, even my job. Have you been fired? He said no. But I will do it by myself. I'll resign because it gets harder overall. Do you personally feel the impact? Yes, at my job. The price have raised. Suppliers' prices. I guess our partners' services will become even more expensive. I think overall purchasing power will decrease. So people will save more and spend less. One other woman says, I was fired. Our marketing department was downsized. But this other older retiree says sanctions are inevitable. Our government should have assumed that. Which sanctions could be exactly. And because of their decision about special operation. I believe they will protect us though. They state that important substitution is established. That import substitution is established. So I hope the government won't leave us. One woman, what do you think about what do you think about the special operation? This woman said, I don't want to answer that question. One other woman said, I think there was no other choice. Young man said, I don't know. It doesn't affect me, so it's hard to say something. Last two weeks, mm, to be honest, I can't comment on that. I don't even know what's happening there. One man said, well, actually, I'm not ready to comment on that operation, on the special operation in Ukraine. Have you changed your opinion in the last two weeks? That's the next question. Have you changed? He says, it's hard to change opinion in my age. He looks at about 38. So I will stick to the current opinion. One man said, so you're, you're fine. Yes, precisely because it's about denazification, this older woman. It's mad how they behave in Mariupol. It's such a cruelty. True fascist there. And I don't know how they will manage. But it's very hard to smoke them out. All the houses in which they, which they settled in Ukraine. So our guys will suffer there, of course. But there are things that simply can't be foreseen. One man says, I don't think so. I have enough information about that. Because there is a huge propaganda from all around 
I won't I wouldn't say it's some it's some certain people. Even if you you try to figure it all out. I think that there are lots of people working on that. So the truth is very deep. Of course you can uh, you can turn the slagivists and start to choose your side, hating the opponent. But I just want to dis- disengage from the situation. I just want to disengage from it and try to catch what's really happening and, and what to do. One man says, I think it's just kind of gamble without happy end. At least for us. Let's see what will happen next. Have you changed your opinion in the last two weeks? No, it was negative from the start. I mean, I, I can't say something positive about that. Because it's presented as a defensive defense of the Russian in Donbass. It's presented as a defense. But I think, well, I, I don't want to offend anyone. But I think it was just a window dressing. That's my opinion. It's a facade. This other man said, I'm neutral about that. It's hard to say what's really happening and how to deal with it. History will show. Why is it hard? The the interviewer asked. It's an information war too, he says. This retiree says, of course I focus on the opinion of specialists. For example, political scientists, Professor Treyakov from MSU. He said, Professor says, it is a pity that Putin didn't make this decision earlier. I can't, I can't, and she said, I can't disagree with such an authority. This other man said, it's hard to say, but probably it's the right decision because people were dying, LPR, DPR, so I justified. To me, it was right, for sure. This is the man that works with foreign partners. This younger man says, who is right, who is wrong, I don't know, but sorry for both. What do you think about the special operation? This woman says, should we call it only like that? The man says, I guess. I think, and then the woman says, I think the majority is honestly uh, uh, for it or against it. I was, she said she was shocked. How do you think, how do you think, does it work? She said, no, I'm really shocked about how that even could be. And I'm going to go back to this um, respondent again. This gentleman said he does not want to comment on the, the question. What, what do you think about the special operations? Should we call it only like that? The woman respond. I guess, yeah. And she respond. I think the majority is against. And honestly, I was shocked about that. So she said a majority is against. Majority is against. How do you think? Does it work? No, I'm really shocked about how that even could be. What will happen to Russia? I want everyone to stay okay and alive. That's the main prognosis, according to one respondent. One other guy said, the bright future, I hope, as always. One other man says, economic crisis divided into very rich and very poor. Or the change of regime of Vladimir Putin. How do you think what awaits Russia in the future? Response. Once again, basing our specialists' opinion, or from our specialists' opinion, this retiree says, we won't get out of it soon. It will be hard. But Russia has overcome so many bad things. Our country will fight and overcome, probably not so fast. But the balance will come into our economic life. 
one man said it's hard to say i mean i i'm not pol- a politician or an analyst to make any predictions everything could be anything could happen but i think it will be really sad one man says default deficit unemployment another man says it's hard to say prosperity and peace i hope one man says i don't think that's something i i, I think everything will recover russia is gr- a great country everything is going to be all, and lots of things in the world de- depend on our minerals and joint projects how do you think what awaits russia in the future one young man says can i swear this will be f- effed up well what did it lead to prices dollar brand shops are closed bake shop h&m people were left without work albeit with with the they used to get $800 now they get $100 i know that because my friends are working aren't working anymore so just think a bit think about it a bit let me respond let, let me go back to that respondent again let me go back because this is telling from this young man what will this war lead to he says prices dollar brand shops are closed berkshire stradivarius h&m people were left without work they used to get $800 now they get $100 i know that because my friends are working there so just think a bit and all in all nothing good all in all have you changed your mind since the special operation started no i guess i'm neutral about it and i try to go deeper inside that there is nothing for us there in politics all the decisions are there from above one woman said i think we're on the verge of default i think it will happen and it will be way worse as lots of people could imagine i'm talking to people and they like and they're like don't even close don't even close to the understanding of how bad everything could be i mean people think that there will be only closed foreign brand shops and that's it we won't have coca-cola and that's already dramatic i can't even imagine that will what will happen there will be only a couple of products on the shelves i think that's not something mysterious just concerns in the news i think that it's not something mysterious i really hope one woman says that russia will stop being dependent on western countries on the us western money western suppliers and i hope that the economic growth will be very soon one young man says we'll we'll see what else can i say one man says what a rich russia in the future if i were to ask that i hope it will be bright that's some of the responses coming out of russia on the streets on the ground in russia people are saying either that they don't care about it especially the older people believe that it is for the good and they are and um, in fact a lot of the older and retirees and older people and professionals are saying that um they believe that russia will be okay russia will come out of it and they want russia both women and men both men and women who are older are hoping that um that russia will come out and that we 
we stop and that sorry russia stopped depending on western products and goods and so depending on the west and and they develop more independence in some but in this 21st century i don't know if this is possible okay everybody is so interconnected we are so interconnected from capitalist countries to communist countries from liberals to progressives and conservatives everyone is connected as much as we have different ideologies and principles we are all connected the chinese have business with america as much as americans okay are against communism and preach against china they are in bed with china okay and because of that decisions are difficult to make and um and here we are that the russians but just so you know if we were to split these respondents into groups as i said the old the more mature or older respondents or professionals or retirees in fact one gentleman work with foreigners and he believes that the right that the, the that russia and putin is right to invade ukraine okay and he is right because ukraine according to many russians and this is the news that they are getting from their government so a lot of the older russians are listening to the government to to the scientists and the prof- while the younger pe- people and the middle aged people both men and women are concerned about their inability to know where h to know, to go into h&m and get some of the brands their inability to 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 drink coca cola they are concerned about that their person one young man says he was getting 800 now he's only getting 100 he and his friends so there are real concerns and there are concerns among the russians that the country will default the younger russians and those in the middle age but the older russians believe that this is right and that russia will win and they will come out of this unscathed but many of them and some of them were you could tell they were a bit hesitant to comment they are hesitant to comment and to make comments about the special operation okay but what they say and one person said that well i just i don't care because i i don't really care i don't really know much you know i am just a sheep and they are the shepherd okay we I, we just lead by example now or we just follow and they take the lead now that's that's dangerous now i want to have a discussion to the people in russia okay and just so you know there are p- people and i engage a lot with with the internet with international people from russia ukraine all over the world and what i am hearing is that so many people believe in the propaganda okay that that putin is selling that nazis live in ukraine yes and that and not not only that nazis live in in ukraine but many people believe that that they are pro russian communities in ukraine and that putin is trying to save them or rescue them from ukraine okay so we know that is part of the, the that's what that's part of the lie that is being for well we know, it's not a lie that they are they are separatists inside in a, in a small number of separatists okay but at the same time but to say that there are nazis living in ukraine we haven't heard of any humanitarian crisis in ukraine before now other than russia invading this country and and killing civilians and so on and so forth we have not heard of anything of the sort unless we are blinded by what eastern news we hear in the west but what is important is that when people it's this point when people are atypical sorry apolitical when people are disinterested in their government and their leaders this is what happens when people are disinterested and and aloof to decisions that the government are making then it the government now 
can go into other countries and create havoc in the world. And who is responsible at the end of the day? Is it the country? Because what are people saying? People don't talk about Putin. They talk about Russia. Russians are evil. People don't talk about Hitler only. People say Nazis and, 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 and that kind. Okay. So you are allowing your leaders. If you don't push back against your leaders, if you don't challenge your leaders and your government, this is what will happen. Okay. You will believe the lie. When people are not involved in their government, when people are not involved in the decision-making of their country, then it's easy for your government to, to commit abuses in the world. And at the end of the day, look what's happening in Russia. The Russian people now are faced with default. The Russian people now are fa faced with falling incomes and wages. The Russian people now are going to suffer significantly because of their leaders. And not only that, but because of ignorance, some of them, okay? Or because people are indifferent, because Russians sit there and allow their government to control the narrative, allow their government Allow their government to get away with robbery. Allow their government to carry out and to conduct injustices, not only in the world, but even within those same countries. One man says, well, you know, it's above us. It's above us. We, do, we just live. And that's what happened. When you just live your life without any concern what's happening globally, locally, and without any concern about what's happening with your government, that's what will happen. They will create problems in the world for others, which ultimately will come back to affect you. Germans, for many years, were affected by Hitler's crimes. Yes? And countries... Say, for example, China. We, it is not clear that all Chinese people are communists. It is not clear that all Chinese have certain uh, uh, goals of world domination in the world. It is not clear that all North Koreans. But what we know is that their leaders, their leaders are going around the world creating problems. And as a result, now all Ch the Chinese, the Ch if you are Chinese, then there is an opinion formulated about you. So every, peop every person within every country have a responsibility to demonstrate their civic duty and to ensure that their governments are working on their behalf and not creating problems in the world and is not allowed to get away with disinformation. That is why I like social media. I said to people some time ago, social media is the greatest thing. It's the greatest victory. For, uh, for social movements and for, for people who are vulnerable people. Because guess what? You cannot, people, certain people of the few can't control the narrative anymore. They can't control the information anymore. And one of the respondents talk about a propaganda. The, a propaganda or, or, or misinformation. This information war that's going on. And information is important because information provides some kind of justifiable basis 
to do something or not to do or to act or not to act. But because the Russians allow Putin to have the authority to control their lives without any pressure, without any opposition, without any concern. Of course, there are those Russians there. There are Russians there who are, who are, 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 who are against Putin. And there are oligarchs there who are against Putin. And what did Putin do? He jailed those who are opposed to the Kremlin. What does he do? He jailed them. So that they can't, he silenced them. So that he can control the narrative. That is what we have here. So that's what was, so some of the respondents, but the thing is, it's quite interesting that all the people are more pro-Eastern and more pro-Putin invading Ukraine. While younger people, the younger people, they are more Western in terms of they, they, they are concerned about the Western life that they will miss. Or that's, that is going away, getting away from them. They are concerned about that. They are concerned about not having H&M. They are concerned about not having Coca-Cola. And the ability to wear certain name brand clothes and so on and so forth. While at the same time, they don't care what Putin is doing. They just want, to, they just want the ability to live their life. So the younger people, and there are those. But however, there's one woman who says... Majority, the majority of the people in Russia are against the war. But many, but many are afraid to comment about the special operation or the, in, in, in Ukraine. They are afraid to do so. But what they will say is that they are concerned about their pockets. They are concerned about their, lives, their livelihood. And they are concerned about Russian future because of this. Except for the older people. The older people, they are not really concerned. They believe that Russia will come out of this unscaled. And they believe that Russia has gone through so much before in the past. Russia. And so they believe that Russia will be okay. So it's okay to go to war against Ukraine because they are saving, they are, they are saving the world. Because Putin is saving the world, which is a lie. Putin is responsible for atrocities in the world. Intimidating and the people and and causing and 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 intimidating and causing hundreds of deaths in the world, but yet still people would justify justify Putin's act, Putin's actions by saying he's on a world-saving mission. Hundreds killed, several thousands injured and displaced. Economic instability in the world, refuel and energy. People are suffering, not just in Ukraine, but here, also in Russia. But what will the Russian people do? Well, will they, will they continue to allow their government to control the narrative and to justify a war based on misinformation so that they can be affected I hope that Russians will find out the truth for themselves and they will continue to pressure their government and demonstrate and fight for change. I pray that the, I, that the world will continue to stand united. Thank you so much again 
for following us and we will i'm quite sure the discussions continue you can check out my reddit page where we have some more information on this for you thank you for listening to the neoliberal round and follow me on twitter ronaldo mckenzie facebook ronaldo.mckenzie and you can also read some more posts articles regarding the war and other issues or at ronaldocmckenzie.blogspot.com and of course join the discussion on my reddit page by going on my blogspot and looking for this particular story on blogspot.com entitled what do russians think two weeks into the war and clicking on the reddit link and then you can look at the discussions the heated intense discussions and you can also post into the thread thank you so much for listening to the neoliberal round podcast and i hope that you will continue to follow me and that you will continue to support our 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 show here the neoliberal round which is available on various podcast streams and you know and i also hope that you get a copy of neoliberalism globalization income inequality poverty and resistance which is also available in all platforms on amazon barnes and noble target walmart ebay and every other online platform you can think of that has books and other stuff available you can also contact me ronaldo c mckenzie at gmail.com thank you so much and have a great day